Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. It is 1029 p.m. On Wednesday, July 21st, and uh, this is an emergency podcast, if there has ever been one, I think. Um, Texas and Oklahoma are reportedly on the verge of uh, leaving the Big 12, or at least telling the Big 12 that they intend to leave the conference and not renew their media rights deal with the league when it runs out following the 2024 football season. Uh, as reported by the Houston Chronicle and now numerous other uh, national publications, bring in Chris Williams. Uh, Chris, it was 10 years ago and three weeks that Nebraska officially left the Big 12 to join the Big 10. And now we're back here again with uh, the Big 12 Missile Crisis 2.0. I would call it 3.0, actually. Um because the Nebraska deal happened. And then if you remember Jared shortly after that, it was the Texas A&M Missouri uh, deflection that didn't happen at the, you know, at the exact same time. But yeah, um, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't see this coming. Um, I don't think anybody did. This was a deal. I I swear to God, uh, I go on the radio at three every day and I was talking to Ross and Mike Wood, the movie guy who's always on with Keith and Andy in the hallway. And so normally I'm kind of checking Twitter and stuff before we go on, if anything breaks and I walk in there and Keith just kind of looks at me like he's seen a ghost. He's like, are you ready for this? And I was like, what are you talking about? And that was how I found out. It had just broken like two minutes before completely catches me off guard. Um, I'm still, uh, I will, after we record this, hope by the time everybody wakes up in the morning, I'll have a long column more with like what this means for Iowa state and stuff. But yeah, as we react to this, um, super surprised, um, you know, the one thing I'll say, you know, for Iowa state fans who are concerned and, and I'm concerned, um, Iowa state's in a much better spot than it was in 2010, uh, for a lot of different reasons. But there, you know, a lot has changed. Um, mainly, merit matters more than it did then, um, which is good. Rutgers would never get in the Big Ten in 2021. I don't even think Maryland would. I don't think that they'd make that they'd make that move. Um, and I think this is a point where, you know, thirty thousand people traveling to bowl games all the subscribers, all the, 
passion, sold out stadium, sold out Hilton Coliseum. I think this is the point where that stuff really, really is going to matter. I have no idea how it's going to look, but um, at this point in time, it's now 1033 and all this is kind of happening. I mean, I, I'm not optimistic about the situation at all, but I feel better than I did. Uh, I remember exactly where I was when all this stuff broke 10 years ago. I mean, I could, you know how my brain works as well as anybody. I could recite to you exactly where I was when Colorado left the big 10 or left for the PAC 12, left the big 12 and in Nebraska. I remember the Kevin Keatsman report. Um, I was sitting at uh, cafe DM and it was like, okay, it's on. And it's really never been the same. Uh, the big 12 has had a really good act for years, but the problem is the conference is so dependent on Texas and Texas is the, you know, the supermodel who doesn't ever really want to make a commitment, right? She's always sleeping around on you. She's always looking around. She may not have ever left you, but she hasn't exactly been loyal. And, you know, when you're Iowa State and Kansas State and uh, Oklahoma State, we're the, you know, blue-collar you know, construction worker that shows up every day at eight and, you know, stays after if he needs to. And you're just kind of, um, man, you can't ignore her legs though. Right. (laughs) I don't know how good this analogy is, but it's, that's how the big 12 has always been based on. And it's always been fragile because of that. And we're experiencing that right now. I think I can take it even a step further. Texas is the supermodel that you know you know oh you look at her man she's so hot man and then you talk to her and realize that she's got the iq of an ant and uh there's a whole lot of looking good and not a whole lot of substance there and it's man can i vent for one second yeah go for it i'm tired of these dudes man i'm tired of texas they are way more of a headache than what they seem to be worth at this point. And I know that they're, you know, it brings a lot of money to have them in the league and all this kind of stuff. But man, between the, you know, the horns down thing every year, everybody having to bend over backwards for Texas all the time. Like it's just one of those things where it, and then to see them year after year on the football field, not perform to the expectations of what they're supposed to be. And everybody's still talking about, man, Texas is still this sleeping giant and something and all. And you're like, you're like, okay, but when are they going to actually do it? You know? And I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Texas. And I I'm tired of them always being sneaking around being shady and things like that and doing things in back rooms and then just leaving people high and dry, you know? You're right. Yeah. Listen, dude, the what you just said is resonating with 80% of the audience. The the problem, and it always comes back to like, what are you without them? Right. And I know you know this, but you know, that that's the situation now. And I I'm really um I experienced what you, a lot of what you just said on the radio show today. A lot of fans are like, well, screw them, let them go. Okay, well, you got to have a landing spot. And that's really where my mindset is now. Mm-hmm. If somehow this thing is salvaged, great. 
Um, I'm not going to bank on it though. And I'm looking ahead for landing spots for Iowa state. That that's just kind of where I am, but man, I, you're not alone. There's more people out there who are, um, it just sucks to be dependent. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's the hard thing of it. And at the end of this, uh, we all might be a lot happier. Um, but it, my, my sense though, Jared, is that this is more than just them wanting to go to the sec. I don't think Texas and Oklahoma make a move like this unless there's something bigger at play. And that is a seismic shift in college athletics. What conversations have we had? What is Greg Sankey in the sec planning to do from here on and a succession from the NCAA, you know, that to me, it on the surface with what we know now, it doesn't make any sense for Texas and Oklahoma to make this decision. So what conversations have been had, you know, in the underground of the Denver airport, mm-hmm. right? Like when, what, what, what do we not know? And then I would double that with, okay, what, why are they just talking to Texas and Oklahoma? Is Clemson a part of this? Yeah. Why, you know, like, is this mega league, gonna, this mega South Southern league, are they going to leave out Florida state? What does Florida think about that? So if they're going to take Texas, despite Texas A&M, uh, will they take Florida state now? Will they take Virginia tech? You know, like there, there's just a, well, I'll take a, a lot step, of questions. I'll take a step further. Are you going to take Ohio state? Well, and th- that's a whole other. I mean, are, conversation. like, and that's what, well, okay. And th- that's theoretic- where I go now. What's the big 10 do? Well, I was going to say, that's where like, okay, if they want to go do their own thing and all this stuff, they're going to secede from the NCAA and going off and do their own thing. Are they just going to take 16 teams and you're all just, and then you're going to say, well, we're the national champion now at the end of the year and just eliminate everybody else. You know, like that doesn't seem to make any sense either. And I agree with you. That was my first thought. I was like, there's gotta be something else going on here that we don't know about if they're doing this at this time, because they're, I mean, this, you and I talked on the phone earlier for Texas to make this move or Oklahoma to make this move right now, if they wanted to go right now, they theoretically could, it's going to cost a whole bunch of money, you know, mm-hmm. and well, you're talking hundred million dollars, yeah. but I, I don't think, I don't think they can. I, 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 that's what makes this so weird. Like I, from what I've been, I've been texting people all night. I've been on the phone since I got home from radio. I think that if they do this, it has to be in four years and that's going to be really awkward. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we've talked about these scenarios before of there being this thing where the power five more or less breaks away from all of each other. Okay. Well now are we looking at a reality where it's going to be what 20 programs break away, you know, which would be terrible for the sport. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I feel like at that point, I mean, honestly, I think they'd severely devalue this sport, you know, like if yeah. you, if you're only going to like, where's the parody in that or anything like that? What, I, where's the house college football the same at that point? It's not. And I think in a scenario like that, I mean, I think you could see backlash like the European soccer thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like it. I'm not trying to give people ideas, but there'd be people lined up at, sec media day, like boy, you know what I mean? Like that, that would be a, in the lawsuits, the anti, um, 
competition law. I, there's just, there's so much that goes into it. Um, real quick, because I got to get going. I, I know that we're, we're well, I'm on a time thing here. Man, it's been a hell of a deal. I got a sick kid. I think the other kid's getting sick. Watching another kid, it's been a whole thing. What a day. Um, so landing spots for Iowa State if this happens. Yeah. I think we should probably touch on that. Yeah. So I just don't think like it it I don't think we can put or overstate how much of a better spot Iowa State's in. It still could get scary. But if you know, if you look around like what which way is this gonna go? Is this gonna turn into the four super conferences or is the does the SEC really think like no we're gonna go at this alone? Screw you guys. If that's the case, um, to me, the Big Ten is the power broker here. Where like why doesn't the Big Ten try and be like the giant ass Midwestern thing? I think the Pac-12 would also. Um, I, I honestly think the Pac-12 would be in play for Iowa State. The two things, the one thing you really need to keep an eye, there's a couple of leagues where academics actually matter, which is the big 10 and the PAC 12. There's only two AAU institutions left in the big 12, Iowa state and Kansas. Now Kansas has its basketball program to fall back on, but it's the worst power five football program. Iowa state fills a, it's the second biggest stadium in the, or the third biggest stadium in the big 12 now. So that is, I I don't want to overstate the academic aspect of this, but when you're talking about potential membership to those two leagues, that would come into play and that would make Iowa state a attractive candidate. Um, I also think that it's possible. Maybe the big 12 survives in some way. Maybe Bob Bowlesby gets a hair up his ass and he tries to invite Arizona and Arizona state and get Colorado back. Like there's, there are other, ways that this could go. But again, I don't think we're in, I think that there's one thing that people keep talking about today that is just not relevant. Now we need to hammer it into your head. It doesn't matter. Television eyeballs don't matter anymore. Rutgers is not in this conversation in 2021, like they were in 2010. Okay. And everybody needs to just get that through your head. Two is I, again, Jared, I just don't think if this happens that we're just like, Oh, it's an arms race. Like it was mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Like, I think if this happens, it's breaking away from the NCAA it's doomsday for everything that we've known. And then you see how everything shuffles out. That's, that's my personal opinion. I don't think that this is like, Oh, the, race to get the most television dollars. Yeah. I mean, sure. That's going to be a thing, but I think this is about more than that. I think if, okay. So if you're in a scenario where the sec is going to go off and do their own thing in my mind, why don't the big, the big 10, the PAC 12 and the ACC and come together and say, okay, you want to do your thing? Well, we're all going to come together and do our thing. And we're going to have 40 teams, you know, instead of having 16 and just like, be like, we're going to make it two competing leagues, basically, you know, is that something that you think could happen where those three kind of give the middle finger to the sec and say, okay, you think you guys can do it on your own? Well, we're going to show you that we can compete with you. I mean, it could, it could. And, but who knows, like maybe the SECs, I mean, who you trust at this point. Yeah. 
So yeah. I mean, I don't think there is anybody that. that you can trust. I don't know. I mean, as we're recording this, Jared, um, there's a report out here that's stating as a fact, and this has been out there. Orange Bloods had this earlier that next week there's going to be a letter sent to the Big 12 stating that neither school will remove media contracts in 2025. So that's again not really anything that we didn't know, but um, it, it's just how quickly I don't even do you talk. anticipate? Okay, so say this domino does fall next week. How quickly do you anticipate things falling after that? I, I mean, I just think for the sheer recruiting aspect of this and like for these programs, the, things have got to move somewhat fast. I Here's my question. Where's and nobody can answer this for me when I've been on the phone tonight. What does ESPN want from this? ESPN mm-hmm. saved the Big 12 the last time by giving Texas a $300 million deal with the Longhorn Network. Like if I'm ESPN, you don't want all of this inventory to die. Yeah. Right. Like you need games. You don't want this whole league, all these leagues to just implode. So, you know, I, um, that, that's a huge thing. Maybe, maybe ESPN is going to want to help these schools find a landing spot, keep their inventory. I don't know, but that's a big question I have. Oh man. Um, yeah. I mean, it just is, I feel like there's so many unknowns, but it's just like, there's so much that once the first domino falls, I feel like everything else is like going to come into picture a little bit more, you know, maybe we'll get a clearer idea of like what the trajectory of everything is. But here's the other thing that's so, again, is so crazy that the last time this stuff happened, it was like for the next year for, this stuff to go into effect. It wasn't for five years down the road, you know, like if we're going to exist in this, just like uh, everybody's kind of hanging in the balance for four years, I feel like that's just going to make college football really weird. You know, I mean, it's going to make it awkward. Like you, you said that earlier, it's going to be awkward. And I, I don't know. I feel like that's bad for college football to be like, yeah, well, we're doing it this way for four more years. And then we're going to go and do something completely different, but we have to do it this way for now. Jared, you can't make an argument to me where this is good for college football. Yeah. You just can't, but everything that is college football that we knew it went out the window a few weeks ago and the Supreme court just completely annihilated the NCAA. How much of the name image and likeness discussion do you think has to do with this? Do you think any I think of it? quite a bit? Yeah. No, do you think I, that there's I, I any actually, element of this? This is the power brokers panicking and doing crazy things because they are seeing how the sh- stuff's shifting and they're like, well, we want to be the ones to shift it and not be left behind. Oh, yeah. Quote unquote. I, and I don't, I think it makes the, the power guys in the sport really uneasy to think that Boise's going to have a chance to be in the playoff every year. And that, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, Coastal Carolina can get in here and make money now. I think it makes them really uneasy. Yeah. So and I also think too, rich people it, saying, wow, some people might take our money. We need to figure out a way to keep that from happening as soon as this possible. Is, this is the super league in Europe. This, I mean, th- this is the same thing. I keep coming back to that. We're there, man. All right, man. Well, if we're at what Defcon are we at Defcon four right now? Defcon four and a half. What's the max five. We're at four. Okay. That's what I kind of thought. Four or four and a half. Well, and, for the big 12, I don't want to say that for Iowa state's future. Cause I just don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, a bunch of good sources telling me like anybody that says that they know anything's a liar. Right. Um, but like, I just, 
Is it weird yeah. to you well, that the Big 12 felt blindsided by this? That it, from what everybody's saying, that everybody in the Big 12 was shocked to see this come out the way that it did? Do you think that's odd? No, because this is high stakes poker. And I mean, I, I'm watching the show. I'm watching the show Billions right now mm-hmm. on, on Showtime. And like, it's the higher the stakes are, the snakier everybody gets. I mean, Nebraska did the same thing when they left the league. Colorado did the same thing. Like they sat there in Kansas city and Tom Osborne himself, you know, told everybody that they were committed to the big 12. And then on Monday afternoon reports started coming out. Like that's how this stuff works, you know? So like, I, I no, I'm really not like, I actually, I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, it's hard to I'm keep kind of impressed. secret nowadays. Especially yeah, I'm kind of like impressed that. that it was as quiet as it was more than anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's really weird. I was actually on the radio in Omaha uh, at like 2.30 today. And we, Nick Handley, who does the afternoon drive show on 590, he was asking me about the stability of the Big 12 compared to the stability of the Big, or Nebraska's stability in the Big 10. And I, you know, we talked about that for probably 15 minutes. I literally hung up the phone and looked at Twitter and this, this story had broken. And I was like, wow, I don't know that this could have been any worse of a time for this story to break than when I was literally on the radio in Omaha of all places where, you know, this stuff all spawned from the last time. And now we're going right into it again, but all right, man, I'll let you uh, get back to everything. you're I'll doing. Have a, yeah. I'll have a really uh, in-depth and long column for everybody. I've, I've been taking notes on it all night when I've been on the phone and um, hopefully I'll, well, that'll be up by the time everybody wakes up. So enjoy. Sounds good. Sounds well, good. I, and then same thing for tomorrow. I've already, um, I've already um, made a bunch of moves to Jacqueline's going to help me with some of uh, the sales type stuff. So I'm just, this is all I'm doing probably through the weekend. So we'll have, we'll have complete coverage. Um, either on the front page of the podcast, just check our Twitter. You know how we do it. Yep, Post on the good. message board, not Twitter too. If, if this whole thing's going to combust, we need as many page views as we can get now. Right. I'm kidding. Kind of. Well, yeah, kind of, kind of, <laughs> uh, all right. We'll talk to everybody again soon. Peace.